official Film Crew College Football Podcast. Joining you from Combine Week. It is Tyler and Bennett, and we are joined by, first time in a long time, Pat. What's going on, dude? What's going on? Excited to be here. This draft should be fun. I love uh, any drafts going back in history and kind of uh, pulling some memories, a little nostalgia. So oh, excited yeah. for that. And the Combine will be nice to uh, pop on the TV during work and uh, on the second TV over the weekend. So excited for that as well. Yeah, we are full on in draft season. So what better time to start our own drafts? And today we are going to be drafting your all-time ACC team. So uh, going to be quarterback, running back, two two pass catchers. We'll call them pass catchers in case someone wants to take it. Or are we doing two wide receivers and then a tight end? Yeah, we'll do uh, two and a tight end. Okay, so two wide receivers, a tight end, and then an entire defensive unit. So that's going to be the format. We'll do it snake. And Pat, we'll let you pick where you're going in the order. So where do you want to start? I will go third so I can have the back-to-back picks. There you go. Don't hate that. Um, right. And just one one Heisman winner, because if not, this thing would get pretty muddy, I think. Right. right. Well, I, and I do think at the end we should uh, we should pick a coach, because if not, then Pat kind of gets screwed with the snake. Okay. Yeah, that's just, fine. Instead, at the top of the graphic, instead of saying team oh, one, it'll say, it'll say team whatever. That works for me. So we we talked a little bit off air. We we are not including Notre Dame in the ACC, correct? Unless Despite, unless you, unless all right. listen. No, I'm good. I'm good without it. I just want to make 20, sure that 2020 got, Notre Dame players are on the board for you, Taylor. If you want them, fair, fair enough. Ian Book all day. Hell yeah. <laughs> Kyron's on there. We 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 can uh, we can make it work with something. You think he, you think he makes these lists? No. <laughs> okay. Not for not for college. Absolutely not. <laughs> All right, Ben, do you want to go first then? Uh, I will go second. You'll go second. I'll, I'll go. I'll I'll be the uh, the Golden Gate Bridge. Fair enough. <laughs> all right, I I've got my first pick all lined up. Actually, this is this might be this might be a hot take pick here. So we'll I, I will start, and my first pick is going to be the 2001 Miami Hurricanes defense. It was it was right there. I mean, it's um, yeah. I mean, what more can you say about that, really? Like, I, I look, look, look at my phone. I've got the, the Wikipedia of it. It says NFL draft selections right that's there. How I'm looking at it. It is just an <laughs> unreal defense, man. Like, there's so many NFL stars on this list. It was, it was just an unreal defense. And, you know, I think the ACC is one of those conferences where you could actually, like, you could wait on a quarterback if you're, if you're doing a draft like this. Like, there are tons of insanely talented ACC quarterbacks to choose from. So... Uh, yeah, felt felt pretty good about that one. Yeah, that was top of my list. That's what I was going to go with right when it got to me. So nice pick. Yeah. Can you um, can you can you go down the uh, the order of just the people on that team so we can guy names guy names dudes? Oh man, name of dudes. Let me uh, let me pull it up here. So I, I've got the whole the whole roster here. I just need the defense. Yeah, I mean we've got. If you just go to the uh, if you're on the Wikipedia page, they have the NFL draft selections on there, and it's uh, I think there was four guys in the first round from defense. NFL draft selections. Okay, I'm fine. All right. So, as a backup defensive tackle, we've got Vince Wilfork. We've got Ed Reed, Sean Taylor at safety, Antrell Roll at corner. I mean. 
it's honestly just insane what they've got here. At the amount of all conference, let's see, they've got this defense has one, two, three, four people. Jonathan Vilma's on this team. Like it, it it's just nuts. That Miami team in general was stacked, but yep. they had man, honestly just looking at all they had <laughs> Let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. They have about 20 draft pick, first round draft picks total on this Miami team, like between the offense and the defense. Like it might just be one of the best team one of the best teams ever. I mean, they have three running backs on that roster that were all really good NFL running backs. Like it's just that team was just crazy. It really is. And The Rock. The Rock was on this team somewhere. Oh yeah. He was he was 2001. I thought yep. so. I thought he was on that same I team. Yeah. So. I think so. I mean, so that makes that makes him like what 45? Something like that. Yeah, he's somewhere. He's I, thought he was on like, what, I thought he was on like one of those early 90 teams. He's oh, maybe 51. He so maybe yeah, he was on the yeah. 1991 team. Oh, okay. So off by decade there, which another stacked Miami team, which is just yep. they had they had an insane run. Yep. But yeah, 2001 Hurricanes defense, like, you really can't do much better than that. And in a conference where defense is kind of at a premium, you just kind of have to pick a good one when you can. I yeah. I don't know. Do, do you feel like you're missing out on anything big? Missing out on anything big? What do you mean? Just like anything. Like, in general, like, do you, do you feel like you just, like, went too early on the defense? I mean, I, I think that's clearly the number one defense probably of all time. So... I mean, I'm probably going to be missing out on, like, one of the skill players. Quarterback, like I said, quarterback I'm not super worried about, but, like, you can find other good players at these positions. Like, it is just really tough to find another, like, elite ACC defense. That's fair. I guess so. That. That's kind of where I went with that. And honestly, I was hoping you would go first and help kind of make that choice easier for me. So, <laughs> Well, um, who'd, you have, who'd you have on next up on your board? Uh, oh man, I don't want to be tipping picks because he might pick something well. It's uh, it's definitely a uh, a non quarterback wide receiver. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go Calvin Johnson. Yeah, um, that, that was it. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, probably probably the best wide receiver of our lifetime. Uh, a lot of under credit and a lot of it lost because Reggie Ball was throwing him the football at Georgia Tech. But um, I was lucky enough to actually get to see him play against the. Uh, probably the 2006 Miami Hurricanes, and that's when I discovered my hate for the Hurricanes at the same time. Uh, <laughs> very, very obnoxious fan base. Uh, but he was unreal, especially – I mean, he had a couple catches. I remember the one where he, he reached his arm back and one hand caught it. Uh, that's the one you kind of see all the time. I think he went third in the draft. I mean, it was uh, – yeah, he kind, of, he kind of just fell into a Georgia Tech's lap. And – uh uh, I'm, I'm trying to think of his pro career, just kind of too short, to be honest. Stop me if you heard this one before, a Lions player uh, retiring early, despite being one of the all-time <laughs> greats at their position. I, I mean, Lions. yeah, I think um, I think if this was the, the Big 12 draft, he might be going number one overall. Just, yeah. But maybe. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, didn't he open up, or wasn't he, like, franchising Auntie Anne's pretzels or something like like some – some kind of business uh, after he retired, like just just doing a bunch uh, of different shit after he retired. I don't know. He went to Georgia Tech, so he's got to be super smart. I, I, I don't so, know what yeah. I don't know what he's doing. 
Forget yeah. about that. That's worries. That's such a good pick, though. Like he, it, it, those were one and two on my board. It was Miami's defense and Calvin? Like it's just you got two dominant players there. Yeah, units slash players. So love that one, Pat. Uh, you, you're on the. You got the turn here. So, yep. Um, those were the two players I was. So I'm gonna look down this list and decide um, on where I want to go here. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go real crazy here. First pick. Oh man. So I and I already made fun of people for saying, "Oh, imagine taking a player from way back when." But I feel like this one is, um, you know, influential in every way and one of the best players ever. So I'm gonna go Jim Brown, Syracuse, with my yeah. first pick. He never won a Heisman. Wasn't even included in the Heisman because he was asked of American. So I don't get a, I don't have to use my husband here. I get to use it on arguably one of the best running backs in NFL history and college football history. Uh, and he, fun fact, he also earned first team All American in lacrosse his senior year of college. So not oh, wow. An All American in football, but also. So yeah, that's where I'm going to go with my third pick. And then with my fourth pick, Keep going back and forth. I feel like I just want to go with a certain quarterback from my favorite university. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and lock down a tight end because I feel like it's tough sledding finding a tight end. Yeah. So I'm going to go with Heath Miller out of UVA. Okay. Um, perhaps the best tight end. I actually think this is like this. the – I think this yeah. – I also saw him play in person at Georgia Tech, um, but I think this is actually probably the uh, the conference that has the most tight ends out of all the ones we'll be doing. <laughs> oh shit! Interesting. My computer fell. We'll, we'll edit yeah. that out. We'll edit that out. Um, yeah. No, we won't. He, <laughs> he ended his career most career receptions in the ACC, most yards, and most touchdowns by a tight end. So uh, no doubt the best ACC tight. 1,700 receiving yards in a three-year career. That's, that's pretty damn impressive. So, uh, yeah, that's where I'm going to go with that one. Yeah, great poll there. Love that one. Yeah, yeah. there are going to be there are going to be a lot of tight ends at this grouping, but um, yeah, I mean, you definitely, I think you definitely got the best one right off the jump there. So you didn't? I'm, oh, I'm surprised. What made you resist uh, picking your guy? I feel like there's just so many good quarterbacks. Yeah. I mean, you look down the list and there's just a bevy of, you know, all-time quarterbacks and, and the ACC for it being around so long. So I have a few on my list. I feel like I'll at least get one, so not too worried about it. But yeah, yeah, almost well with them. No, it would have been – I mean, I wouldn't have been able to fault either pick there, so def- definitely a great pick. And, I mean, Heath Miller's – his NFL career was good. Like it definitely, definitely a better college player than an NFL player, I would say. But he, yep. he made a long term career for himself. Yeah, NFL, I mean, he won so. at least one Super Bowl in Pittsburgh, right? Was it one? I think or he two? was on that team. Yeah, yeah. He won, so. he won two because he he was drafted in 05. Uh Yeah, sorry, Steelers fan hopping in here. He was drafted in 05, and then uh, yeah, he was on both teams. Nice. He, awesome. he was really good at. Being in the pros, uh, being able to, you know, be a two-point tight end, you know, blocking, receiving, all that yeah. stuff. 
Yeah, just a full-on Y oh. that could catch the ball. Like it. Definitely don't make it um, like that too much anymore. No. Okay. I not a traditional ACC team, kind of similar in the uh, the Syracuse range, but I will be going with another old man. I'll be going with Tony Dorsett uh, at running back. Pittsburgh. Yep. Sorry. Yeah. I. Uh, I mean. Not, not much to say. I mean, obviously, we don't we don't love Pittsburgh too much as the college, but especially Charlie. I think I probably just lost some votes, but uh, <laughs> yeah, absolute stud. Uh, and that was coming back to last episode where a lot of that uh, Pittsburgh pedigree came in. Yeah, Dorset. I mean, that's another guy. Like, what what negatives can you say about a guy like that? Like he he was so good in college, like just an absolute game. Yeah, he was. Um, uh, four-time All-American, four-time thousand-yard rusher. So four years, all four years. Yeah. And he was a part of a winning team there at Pittsburgh as well. I mean, they were just so good in those years. I, they won a national championship, correct? Nineteen seventy-six. I don't know if that was was that when he was there. Yeah, that that was the year he won. I believe. I think it was seventy-six or go. seventy-seven. So uh, yeah, Heisman, Heisman off the board for me. But I uh, I think I'll be able to. Make it up. I'm not, I'm not too worried about losing the Heisman guy, honestly. Nope. That's a good choice. Yeah, I like that pick. All right. I am going to go ahead and use my Heisman pick. Sorry, Pat. I had to do it. Uh, I'll take Lamar. Just get it off the board now. Um, just, I mean, one of the most electric players in college football history. Like, maybe the most electric player. Like, I mean, and he's carried it on to the NFL too, which, I mean, we're not really drafting based off of what they've done in the NFL, but, like, the college team is he? just insane. Did, did you see the Tyrod Taylor comparisons? Has oh, he? Oh, my God. <laughs> yes, we're all box score watching. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can argue whether or not he should have gotten the MVP this year. There were some other players that were definitely deserving of it, but... I mean, his first MVP, like, just a no-doubter. Oh, yeah. Just the best player in the NFL that year. Yeah. So, (laughs) and again, not really talking about the NFL college-wise, like, just just an incredible player. So, I got got really nothing on that. But, um, yeah, that's going to be my quarterback pick. And then for wide receiver, I'm going to go somewhat old school. And I'm going to take Torrey Holt, actually, from NC State. Love that so, name. Yeah, Tory Holt, all timer, um, great player for NC State, and I think he was there at the same time Rivers was. Right, there was they had a lot of really good skill players. No, there he would have been before in that time period. He was yeah, because Tory Holt was part of the greatest show on turf, I believe. Yeah, Rivers didn't come into the league till a little bit after that. But yeah, NC State had a pretty good run of like skill position players um, up until relatively recently, and Torhol definitely part of that group. And I mean, just just a dynamic receiver, any which way you cut it. So that is going to be one of my receivers taken. Good pick, good pick. Yeah, he had a uh, he had eighteen hundred yards in that that last year for him. Yeah, and I mean, just being the number one receiver for that. For that team, you know, he's drawing double coverage and everything like that. Like, he was getting a lot of attention. So, Bennett, uh, you are up with your second, third pick. 
Okay, I got a running back and a wide receiver. I am going to stick away from uh, – I can't get another Heisman. So I am going to take a not-so-nice person to animals. I'm going to take Mike Vick uh, at quarterback. Good choice. Good choice. Yeah, I I mean, he was electric. We've seen the, uh, the front flip play. It's uh, – I'm – I don't know. There was a lot of quarterbacks on here, but I'm kind of trying to wait and see what whittles down with the wide receivers and uh, go from there. Uh, but, yeah, I think Mike Vick was electric. He probably uh, got robbed of the Heisman his year. And they won yeah. a national championship as well. So that's another another uh, winner there. Yeah, he – I mean, just an incredible player and another one that it carried over to the pros for sure. Um <clears throat> Who did he lose the Heisman to that year? What year was it? 97? Uh, 2001? Really? I didn't know it was that late. Yeah, so it would have been... Um, oh, it finished crouch. sixth. Wait. Yeah, it, it was 2001. 2001. 2000 was the season. Yeah. So it would have been Winky or Crouch, one of the, uh, one of those two. Pulling it up right now, it was Winky. Yuck. Yeah. Oh, and Josh Heupel. Look at that. Josh Heupel was second. Wow. Yeah, Winky, Heupel, Drew Brees, LT, Damian Anderson, all ahead of Mike Vick. Wow. Rudy Johnson on there as well. Those are some great names rolling down that list. Marcus Tuyas Sopo, Santiago Moss. Yeah. Another Miami guy. Wow. That's a hell of a list. <laughs> That's a really awesome list. They um they didn't win a national title though, right? They won I thought they won one year. Wasn't it um ninety nine? I said ninety seven, but wasn't um, it not one of the years they won. I could be completely around that. That was before my time. All right. Uh, all right. No, no, no they, lost, they lost in 99 to Florida State. So, yep, you're correct. Well, the 2000s. So we, were, uh, we, were, we were talking about this, and you, you can gripe your uh, concerns with the list later on. But in the uh, the BCS era, I think they went 7-1. and one. They made eight BCS bowls. That, was, that would have been the only one they lost. That's amazing, Hold actually. On. They're in a pretty they're... – they could be pretty good this year too, so hopefully it's it's fun when West Virginia or when uh, Virginia Tech's good. It is. I don't really remember a time when they were very good, but yes, it is cool. Yep. Definitely right. a passionate fan base. Good pick there, Bennett. Pat, you got the turn again. Yeah, I, mean, I will go with a wide receiver. I think it's kind of a no doubt in the people. I'm gonna go with. Peter Warwick as my wide receiver. Um, just unbelievable during some of those Florida State teams with, you know, a bunch of different quarterbacks that ended up making it to the league. Um, he actually never won Heisman. He got suspended, um, I think, for having a doings in college. Um, so he was suspended <laughs> nice. times, didn't win the Heisman, um, but he was a two-time all. Some crazy numbers. The 1999 national championship 
163 yards, three touchdowns. Um, and he was the Sugar Bowl MVP, obviously, for that performance. Um, yeah. Put up 3,500 yards receiving in his career with 32 touchdowns. So um, not only a, a great college player, but also a, a great NFL player. So I'm going to roll with him there for wide receiver. And then um, my next pick, I think I'm going to go ahead and grab my defense. I'm going to go with the 2018 Clemson Tigers um, as much as it hurts. Um, just an unbelievable defense. Um, I was between them and, and FSU in 2013. I mean, both teams just have so many NFL players who can run down the list. But I mean, yep. Isaiah mm-hmm. Simmons, Trayvon Mall, and AJ Terrell. drafted players um, were number one in the nation in points allowed. Yeah, you can call it's a team that went 15-0 in the national championship and it was because of their defense. And, and obviously a, a man named Deshaun Watson as well. But, um, yeah, that's what I'm going to roll with there. Yeah, no, that's a good pick. Man, Watson might be someone that gets drafted here, uh, depending on where you're going to go there. Uh, yeah. Pat, but I mean, that that defensive front too, like Brent Venables just had that defensive line for years, just one yeah. of the best units in the country consistently. Uh, an insane run on, on who all they had there. Do they have, uh, was Clellan Farrell one of the yeah. guys on that team? Yeah, he was on that team as well. Um, also, they had Christian Wilkins and Dexter Warrens. I forgot oh to mention God, those two. Man. I mean, Dex. that team was insane. That, that, that D-line was just crazy. Yeah, and they had depth um, too. Brady Jarrett wasn't on that team, was he? He was already gone. I think he was already in the league, yeah. Yeah. So he was on the Falcons team that lost to... Uh, Uh, He might have been a rookie that year. I don't know. Yeah, I think so. I think he might be right. Because he was was, kind of like a third or fourth round pick that kind of just panned out. Absolutely did. Now that cleansing defense. That was the other defense I had on my board. Um... I really didn't go go much further past those two, uh, just because I wasn't I wasn't going to wait too long on a defense there. But that's it is really just an incredible unit. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So uh, I'll, I'll take the 2002 Miami Hurricanes. I'm just kidding. I, I'm, I'm not going to do that. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll I'll stick in the uh, the Clemson realm and. It's his pro career didn't pan out the way everyone thought it would, but uh, I'll, I'll take Sammy Watkins. If if you saw him in college, it's it's, it's one of those things you realize it, but um, he was absolutely unreal, and I, I don't have much more to say than that. Like I mean, he was returning punch, returning kicks, breaking every single run he could. He was honestly that that year that uh, his junior or his sophomore and junior years, he he might have been the best player in college football. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was insane in college. Uh, definitely worthy of the first round pick there by Buffalo, just based off the college production. But um, like you said, pro career didn't necessarily pan out the way that people would have hoped it would. But man, he, that whole that Clemson that Clemson team from like 2015 to 2020 was just always good. Yeah, One there's thing a... we got to count against Sammy Watkins that we never beat his rival. Oh, and three against his rival. In the mid state, I'm okay. in the mid state. Are you? Where are you right now? I'm in Aiken. Oh, okay. Well, uh, so 
vast majority. Or the Midlands. I think the Midlands is the technical term, but, you know, I'm not a South Carolina native, so no one shoot me. Well, that's cock. <laughs> He's not either. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Wait, so, so, so Carolina beat them three years in a row, and then they lost ten in a row? Or you beat them five years in a row. Okay, and, and then lost 2009 through 2013, I believe. So it was it was all Stephen Garcia and then Connor Shaw, and then it just all went downhill from there. Yeah, they won the first year that I was in college, and then they didn't win until last year. So they won in 2013, lost everyone after that one. Yep, tough. Oh, <laughs> and that's all we're going to talk about that rivalry. Um, <laughs> For my next pick, I am I'm going to go ahead and take a tight end off the board, and uh, I will go with another player from a stacked Miami team. Uh, just give me Jeremy Shockey. Just let's get it out of the way. Um, just a monster. Him and Kellen Winslow on that on that Miami on those Miami teams were just incredible. Um, there was there was yeah. definitely a time when Miami was tight end you, and like they were the they were the faces of that. Yeah, no, no spoilers. I'm, uh, I'm going to kill Winslow next. So, uh, okay. thank, you. thank you. Makes that easy then. Yes. And then uh, my next pick, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go running back actually, and I'm going to stick with this. These loaded ass Clemson teams. I'm gonna take Travis Etienne. Ooh. Okay. So uh, we. I'll, I'll save it for honorable mentions. Never mind. I think I think we don't have a running back, but I'll, I'll save it. You think what? I'll save it until uh, the end because I'm sure we're going to have names to. Uh, okay. I know the name just, you're just, just more dudes to name. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, ETN, all time rushing leader in the ACC, uh, conference leader in rushing touchdowns, points, total points, uh, touchdowns in general, like 5,000 rushing yards in his four seasons at Clemson. Like, you know, he might not have been the most talented dude to come out of the ACC, but. It's hard to argue with that kind of production coming out. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, and he was a, and he was in a legit pass catching threat too. Like he he yep. was an all around back, every down back. Like yep. I, I don't know what happened to him in the NFL because um, it just doesn't seem like his career is going a whole lot of places. But uh, for college alone, he was just insane. Yeah, uh, those are some loaded Clemson teams with Lawrence and ETN and the wide receivers that they had. Um, I think some of those wide receivers didn't pan out for a variety of reasons as well, but man, they were they were damn good in college. Yep. So, who were uh, who were the receivers on those teams? Do we all have receivers? Uh, I still need one. All right, we'll we'll save it. Um, yeah, I'm going. I'm going. Kellen Winslow. He's a soldier. Uh, if you remember that rant. Uh, yeah, not, not much to say. He's a absolute stud, and he he kind of panned out in the. NFL a little bit, uh, not great, but he had some good years with the Browns and the Bucks, and I, like those, I just I'm still shocked whenever we see these uh, these Miami teams, just how good they were. When last week when we did the uh, the head coach ranks, they came in at 26th. Yeah, and it's just a pretty pretty steep drop off from where they were. I uh, just have ran into a string of bad bad luck with. I don't know if it was bad coaching decisions. I know they got in some trouble with the NCAA that kind of hamstrung them for a while. 
<clears throat> right when it seemed like they were going to be back on the upswing too, like just really unfortunate timing for them. Um, Another, if you're not if you're not a Miami here, like I am, what 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 year did they move over? Was it 2005? Oh, so yes, yeah, I think so. I think that's yeah, I think, when Louisville moved into the Big East. Was they moved the, you know, that Miami moved up to the ACC. So yeah, that would make sense. It, it went Louisville to the Big East, and that made Conference USA. Yeah, yeah, and then Louisville, Louis- Cincinnati. It was it just Louisville and Cincinnati that moved to the Big East? I believe so. Yeah. And then uh, UK, Miami moved to the to the ACC. Uh, Virginia Tech, Miami, and BC, okay. yeah. and, and um and Syracuse. Yeah. Yeah. No Syracuse. Oh yeah, Syracuse wasn't. No Syracuse didn't move to the ACC until 2013 or 2015. So they moved. They moved whenever uh, Louisville did. Yeah. Yeah. They were in the Big East with us for. For the long haul, there, I believe. But then they, they, they didn't move to Conference USA. They must have moved earlier. Yeah, they moved uh, maybe a year earlier. Yeah, they were in the AAC. They would never move to the AAC with us because we had that that gap year with the AAC. That was our that was our Teddy Bridgewater year. Teddy two gloves. Yep. But yeah, no Winslow. I mean, th- again, those <laughs> those Miami tight ends were just insane. They had a really strong run of sending NFL talent through there that Winslow wasn't the bad Winslow right is that his dad um I think they were both controversial yes okay. I think they both have a uh, criminal past okay one of them one of them was like bad bad I cannot remember which yeah. Winslow it was I though. think it may be it may be senior but you okay. know I don't want yeah it was senior okay now that you mentioned that because <laughs> again that story happened what a couple of years ago and I was yeah. just kind of shocked crazy yeah. But yeah, no, Junior's great pick there. So Pat, back to you. And you have two picks left, I believe. Yes, I need a quarterback and I need a wide receiver. So my quarterback um was kind of waiting until my last pick since he's a Heisman player. I I gotta go with him. He he was just iconic for so many reasons and still to this day. Uh, it's, it's gotta be Jameis Winston. Yep. He will for the state team to a national championship, will the next team to a playoff berth, even though they, they continue to, to play close games. I, I just can't say enough about him. He was just so so electric in every way, whether it was for good or for bad. Um, yeah, I, I just loved him and his time at Florida State. I always think about the time when he got suspended for uh, the things he said in uh, the, the student uh, the student fellowship meeting, um, and then they um, he came out in his warm ups before the game, and and uh, why am I blanking on his name? Jimbo had to to tell him to take his uniform off. I mean, that is one of the best best moves ever by him. Just just no regard for human life. It feels like with Jameis Winston on the field and off the field. So uh, yeah, going to go with Jameis Winston as a Heisman winner. And quarterback, and then final wide receiver. Who should I go with? Who do I want to go with? And wide receiver. Did you guys listen to uh, Jameis's "Pardon My Take" uh, interview? No, but I heard it was wonderful. It was. It was honestly awesome. He did actually talk about that incident with uh, with running out onto the field. Either he did, or or Jimbo did on Andy Staples. One of the two. Um, 
Yeah, they both like they both gave interviews like in a relatively short time frame with each other, which was it was funny to hear uh, hear two sides of that. Um, I um I didn't I didn't listen to PMT, but I saw the um the Caleb Presley the Sunday conversation. Yeah, <laughs> I, I saw a couple of clips of that. <laughs> hey, Jameis, this is um this this is Arthur Arthur Smith. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, he Jameis is a weird he's a weird dude, but. Yes. From everything, like it seemed, he just loves football. Yep. All right. I think I have a pick here. Um, I'm going with my first NCAA football game that I remember buying. NCAA football 2005. Going with my guy, Larry Fitzgerald out of Pittsburgh. Great pick. Good pick. Yeah. Love him for his college career. Love him for his NFL career. Um, I always will remember that. It looks like he's hiding the ball and he's about to catch it. Yeah, just just an iconic player at Pittsburgh. Um, I just love those uniforms. I love the old Pittsburgh um, Panther they used to have back in those days. I know they don't use it anymore, but I love that logo. It just reminds me of the mid-2000s and, and what they, they were up to then. Um, and, yeah, just an amazing career, 1,600. Yards, 22 touchdowns, first pit player to ever put up a thousand plus receiving yards um, in consecutive seasons, and not only a great you know college player, also just an amazing NFL player. And um, he is the only receiver to finish top three in Heisman voting, other than Desmond Howard and Devontae Smith, I believe. So that's a good fun fact. That is a good fun fact. Yeah, Larry Fitz. I mean, it's a whole. It's an NFL Hall of Famer who like showed out in college. Like he was just yep. he was good from the time we saw him on a on a college field. Like yep. you really can't get much better than that. Yep. And Jameis. I mean, he he's just such a polarizing such a polarizing dude. Yeah, um, for better or worse. But yeah, I mean, just someone I'll always remember for the beginning of the of the college football playoff era and. Um, just for what he did, um, you know, for them with the national championship. Um, yeah, the iconic final play in the, in the Tiger game against Auburn. That yeah, that was pitching catch. I mean, that was awesome. It was. Yeah, didn't it take uh, him like sorry. Didn't it take him like five or six years to get LASIK? Yes, once he got into the NFL. Got it two years ago, I think. If, I mean, he always looked like he was glaring over at the sideline. Went to yeah. yeah. Like, it was like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, I wonder what, like, I wonder what's turned the light bulb on for him that, like, maybe his vision is messed up. His wife finally said something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. No, two great picks there. Man, Larry Fitz, I didn't, man, I didn't even think about that. That's an awesome poll there for this late in. Yeah. I, um, Jameis, I have a story, uh. So that was the year that I went to the Rose Bowl because that's when Michigan State played Stanford. Uh, but obviously they played, you know, four or five days, whatever, before Florida State played Auburn. The amount of those, those fucking Auburn fans that banked us when we were wearing Michigan State stuff for beating Ohio State so they made it just to be, have their hearts ripped out when Jameis threw that ball to Kevin Benjamin at the end of the game. What a, what a bunch of dummies. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> poor, poor them. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Um, all right. I still need a defense. This is like really hard. Um, 
There's nothing stopping you from picking the 2002 Hurricanes defense if you really want to. Well, I'm like, really? like So, you know, you, you noted how many of those uh, people from that team got drafted from the 2001 team. How many of those guys were in 2002 when they got drafted? I don't know. I'm going to um, – I am still going to stick with the Hurricanes. I'm going to take the 1994 Hurricanes. Um, you got Ray Lewis. You got Warren Sapp. Just some uh, some all-time heavy hitters, at least. Uh, both, you know – both all Americans, at least up front, I'm going to be strong. I, uh, I'm not going to let Jim Brown do a fucking thing, <laughs> <laughs> and especially not uh, Travis Etienne. Yeah, no, so. it's that Miami defense can't really go wrong with no matter which era you're picking them. Uh, just a really solid. They've they've had really good defenses for a long time. Um, it's really just been more of a recent thing that their defenses have been kind of subpar. So, yeah. uh, love that poll. That's a great and then I've got to get one more wide receiver. And I am going to go to back to Atlanta, Georgia Tech, uh, the second most explosive wide receiver in ACC history, Demarius Thomas. His, uh, his 2009 season, uh, he averaged 25.1 yards per catch. I, just, that's because he was playing in a, a fucking triple option offense. Hell yeah, it was. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy they produced Calvin Johnson and Demarius Thomas and played a triple option. Well, Cal- Calvin Johnson was in a spread offense. Oh, he was spread? Uh, yeah, it was um, – who, who, who was the uh, – it was uh, Chan Gailey, uh, the, the, the old Bills coach. Yeah. Not a great offensive coordinator. It was awful for the Jets. Yeah, that dude was a needle dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Demarius was in the uh, in the triple option era for Georgia Tech, and like just to still produce those kind of numbers is just just unreal. Forty six catches for over eleven hundred yards um, in that season. Uh, one of only three receivers from since two thousand to hold. Uh, 1,100 plus receiving yards in a single season on 50 or fewer receptions. Like, just just a big play machine. Jeez, that's crazy. So, yeah, that's well, uh, a big yeah, machine with uh, Tim Tebow and the corpse of Peyton Manning winning the Super Bowl with Peyton Manning. So, yep. can't say enough about him there. One of the most popular fantasy team names out there for around that time, Demaryius Targaryen, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> Think about how stacked that. Broncos team was though because it was him it was Eric Decker Wes Welker who's the tight end uh, uh, Tammy Julius Thomas or what the hell is his name yeah I think they had Julius Thomas I think yeah right. Julius Thomas but I remember Jacob Tammy had a couple years yeah they had Emmanuel Sanders as well yeah yeah Vernon Davis and Owen Daniels was on that team was Moreno on that team. No, Sean was on the uh, the Super yeah. Bowl team with uh, well, yeah. No, Sean was on the Super Bowl team. That was the year was that it? he, uh, I, I believe, or maybe it was a couple years before because that was when he had the tears flowing down his face. Yeah, yeah I don't... Like, it turned out he had like a condition or something like that. Did not know that. No, yeah, but the uh, yeah, the Broncos defense was stacked too. You had, I mean, Von like Sorry. Prime Von Miller, Demarcus Ware. Talib and uh, who was the other? Oh my god, who's the Brandon other guy? Marshall. Yep. The only two was good. 
then they had Akeem Tlaib in the second day, TJ Ward. TJ Ward, that's Harris what it was. Jr. Yeah, yeah, just a ridiculously good defense. Yeah. Um, all right, just for the sake of uh, team names at the, the top, and then we'll get into some honorable mentions, What's who's, who's your coach going to be? And I guess that'll be like your color on the graphic as well. It's a, it's a big choice, honestly. You don't want to you don't want to veer people away from. <laughs> I think the three top choices are so obvious that nobody really loses. To be we'll see. I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with the old old man of Tallahassee. I'm gonna pick uh, Bobby Bowden. Yeah, good choice. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna go. Uh, he never won one, but I'll, I'll go Beamer. Um, that's fine. This is this is cruel. Now I have to go with Dabba. You don't have to go with Dabba. You want? Do you want Beamer? Do, do you want no. Beamer? I'll pick. I'll pick somebody else. I can pick somebody else. I I will show my unbiased spirit by taking Jimmy Johnson. You could have got like Jimmy Johnson. <laughs> That's true. I could have got Jimmy Johnson. Um, no, I'll go with Dabba. He he's been unbelievable. I mean, one of the greatest recruits in ACC history. He's dominated in the ACC up until the end. He's won several championships. Um, you know, one time people thought he was, was better than Nick Saban. I overtaken Nick Saban, so that says enough. You know, we'll see how the, the final years here, well, not final years, but the years coming up, you know, go with him if he's going to change his ways with regards to him. But yeah, just unbelievable. Whether you like him or not, there's still a lot of good things that Yeah. Any honorable mention coaches for this one? I know we already talked about Jimmy Johnson, but uh, just trying to think of some of the other guys. Uh, I mean, Erickson. Yeah. Just, just like all the Miami guys. Um, yeah. Obviously, like, I, I, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I think Jimmy Johnson was a clear one. Trying to look through and see who else we may be missing. I got a, I got a list for. This is a 10-year-old, 13-year-old list at this point, but uh, Bobby Ross is on this list. Danny Ford, Bill Dooley. Yeah, are, are you, are you on the same spot? on this list? My God. Bobby Dodd. I mean, that's I was going to say Bobby Dodd. But he won he won the SEC title, so it's, it's a little more of a different one. Yeah. yeah. Mexico. Uh, but, um... Yeah, no, I think these are all. I mean, these are all obviously going to be super teams. So, um, honorable mention get John Heisman. I was going to say Heisman. Yeah, jo- Taylor, Taylor's always seasons at Georgia Tech. Taylor is always ragging on Georgia Tech, and then and you know what? We go back to Bobby Dodd and John Heisman. Hey, man, <laughs> he coached at Clemson and Georgia Tech. I, I rag on Georgia Tech out of love. I, I, I'm I'm a triple option supporter, so I was I always have a soft spot for the service academies and and it was formerly Georgia Tech. Yeah, way to way. It's always such a weird thought experiment. Like, what if a power team like ran the triple option? Yeah, what if I would tri- ran the triple option? Yeah, that would that would be sick. Yeah, that would be something similar to football. That, yeah, that's going to be me, 100%. Yeah. 
Imagine mastering the triple option on NCAA football and being like, it would be so weird. I used to do it. I used to do the triple option uh, in Madden. Just uh, there was there were only a, there were only a couple of plays and a couple of formations that that had triple option in there. So I had to do like oh, a custom boy. playbook, but it was so fun. It was uh, I was a Titan, so I had Mariota, uh, Dion Lewis, and Derrick Henry. Like a true, backfield. like a true, like like a true, like uh, flex bone. It was like, a flex bone. No, it was at a shotgun, but it was okay. still a, it was still a triple option. Um, but yeah, those, those those three in the backfield just made it a ton of fun. That's amazing. Love that. But yeah, we are only a few months away from the college football game being back, and I don't know if this was confirmed when you and I talked about it, Bennett, but all of the teams in the FBS are confirmed to be in the game. Yep. Each, Every uh, single one. Yep. Each uh, each kid is getting $600 in a copy. If there are some in. players that apparently will get a little bit bigger of a bonus than the yeah. actual players. Yeah, it's like a it's a separate deal technically the uh, NIL deal for them to like promote the game. Like, I know uh, for Notre Dame at least, like uh, Riley Leonard's getting money. I think Benjamin Morrison is getting money, um, and then you, you get some of the bigger stars like Quinn Ewers, guys like that are going to be getting yeah. those kind of deals too. Still, still no confirmation on who's going to be on the cover, right? No. Who do you think it's going to be? I don't know, man. Because like. It should be you, a montage of all the people that we missed over the last 10 years. Kind of, yeah. I, I like that. Like, just do the Heisman winners for the last 10 years or something like that. Or shit, I mean, put Saban on the cover. Like, honestly, so my my idea, it's, I don't think it's really feasible, but allowing people to purchase their, like, their school's edition of the game. Yeah, I'm surprised that wouldn't be a thing. You can put current players could do a legend edition so you have you have like a former yeah. like legendary player for that school current player mascot edition or some shit like that like they're gonna come out with i want the stanford tree on my cover i need the box art yeah that, that's what they did when it was on uh different systems right each system had a different cover I think so. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, it was the uh, it was the yeah because uh, Sparty was on the Nintendo Wii cover. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. Dude, mascot yeah, mode is gonna be mascot mode is gonna be sick. I hope that's back in the game. It's it's gonna be good though, man. I'm I'm excited for it. Like Ben, you and I talked about this, but like if the gameplay. I'm okay with the gameplay being like Madden quality as long as the dynasty mode stuff is solid and thorough. Um, I, I see a lot of people like worrying about it's if it's going to be just another ultimate team machine like Madden is, but I think the market for this game is a little different from like your Maddens and your FIFAs. Like I, I, I don't think you're gonna have as much demand for that kind of stuff. I mean, dude, during 14, I put a good amount of Ultimate Team. Like it was a lot of I, fun. It's not gonna be non. I don't think it's gonna be non-existent. I just think like there's a bigger demand for Dynasty stuff with college football than there is with the NFL. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Um, so it's definitely going to be in the game. It's I mean, it makes too much money not to throw it in. Sorry, uh, I'm going back. Did you guys have like honorable mentions? Yeah. It's, uh, sorry. <laughs> yes, I mean some of these 
some of these wide receivers, uh, especially, you know, you got like Hakeem Nix had a, had a really good career at North Carolina. I mean, you had Jericho Cotri at North Carolina State, another another NC State guy. Um, yeah. Like individual defensive players. I mean, it's just yeah. Soft, man. Julius Peppers. We could have all we could have all picked like four different guys from those Miami teams. It's just crazy. Yeah, yeah a lot of a lot of good. I mean, Rodney Parker's another one. It's like honestly, didn't know that he went to UVA. It's 1994, so. Yeah. I had just been born, so that was going to be uh, impossible for me to remember that. Yeah, oh, man, um, Ricky Ricky Prohl. No, it's a fool. Dang, there's a uh, there's a couple of guys on this like this uh, top fifty receiving yards. Was like like Greg Carr from Florida State. Y'all remember him? Yep, not really. I, I yeah, I am totally surprised. Des Fitzpatrick, like Pat, would would you think he'd be in the top fifty? No. No way. That's crazy. Um, but, yeah, there's some fun players on, if you want to look at player of the years. I mean, Matt Schaub in 2002. Um, Danny Cano in 1995. Charlie Ward in 1992 and 93. I mean, that's a, that's a great player. And then, um, some interesting names like Jonathan Dwyer in 2008. Um, in 2007. So, yeah, just so many different players. I mean, every conference is going to be the as fun yeah, so um, Marino at Pitt. Yeah, Dwyer Dwyer went to high school about ten minutes from where I live now. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Cal High School in uh Yeah. He was he had like a good rookie year, but um we were talking about Georgia Tech with the triple up. They had a couple other guys like that were wide receivers that made it. Um do you remember uh Stephen Hill from the Jets? Yep. Like yeah. he went, he went to Tech and was in that triple option, made it to the NFL, and then uh, was while, while he was there, um, Darren Waller was technically a tight end. Oh wow! So, yeah, there's a. So I was like, if if you produce in that offense, it's like, oh wow, you must be pretty pretty good. Uh, Tiller, not 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 pick shaming, but me and Pat definitely looked at each other. Um, CJ Spiller was like ten times better than. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like I said, I went off, I went off production for running for the running back position. Um, I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of other running backs that were technically better, but there's a lot of a lot of fun names. Um, yeah, Dalvin Cook. Yeah, Cook, uh, Cook was one that I I was deciding between him and him and Etn. You, you didn't like Thomas Jones when he was on the Browns or on the uh, Bears. I did like Thomas. I, I do like Thomas Jones. I like Matt Forte more, but yeah, Thomas Jones was, was a fun player. Yeah, Spiller was um, Spiller was hard because I remember the game day segment. They had another guy there, uh, James Davis, at the same time. They, they, would, they would call him Thunder and Lightning, and they would like split carries all the time. They both finished like top twenty, I think, for ACC rushing yards. Thunder and Lightning is like the go-to nickname for any like. Fast and strong running back duo because you had that with uh, Reggie Bush and uh, God, why am I blanking on his name? I think his last name's White. Lundell White. White. Yeah, yeah, White. Yep. Yeah. I know that was their nickname, but yeah, no Spiller. Uh, Spiller, honestly, he's probably the most important recruit in Clemson history, probably 
because he was yep. the first big name that Clemson pulled uh, before yep. they started going on their run I there. Think that was so. that 2009 class where um, they got Sammy Watkins as well. Um, yeah. That was the one they were rumored. Well, a lot of South Carolina fans are like, oh, they paid all those players because they got all these players out of South Florida that were just unbelievable players. And that's kind of what set the set the precedent for them having the, the recruiting classes they did down the line. So. Yeah, what's the what's the name of that church that is uh, heavily oh, involved um, with the boosters there? Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. I can't remember the name of it, but yeah. <laughs> it's, oh, it's, it's legal now, though, and Davo just still is uh, is above it. Yeah, it's just crazy that they just don't. New Spring. New Spring's the name. Um, yeah, New Spring, yeah. They, they don't. They don't utilize the Yeah. Um, funny enough, you know how much we've talked about how Sean Tucker was, you know, blessed and relentless. Uh, him and Malik Cunningham finished with the exact same amount of rushing yards in their college careers. Really? <laughs> Malik Cunningham also played for a million years, but he was also a quarterback. I guess. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, Tyler Boyd. Pitt, I forgot about him. Yeah, Tyler Boyd was really good. Honestly, he had a great year. If he didn't transfer, like Jordan Addison was fucking unreal the year he was Addison, just a monster. There's a, I mean, he probably could have made the list anyway, just by virtue of winning the Blitnikoff hat pit. Yeah. Then he has the music um, complaining about throwing the ball too much. There's a, there's a couple of fools on here. Uh, Ryan Switzer. <laughs> Steelers legend. Man, he seemed like a really good guy, honestly. I, uh, I think he is. Yeah, I mean, he was a monster punt returner as well. Like, yeah, that's of all of them. He could also, he could also get out there on punt returning. So, um, the, uh, who's the kid that plays for the Raiders? Uh, Clemson slot receiver. Uh, Hunter Renfro, yeah. not not to be confused with San Diego Padres outfielder Hunter Renfro. Boston <laughs> Red Sox Hunter Renfro, yeah. <laughs> um. Quarterback, I mean, they're like this list is it's it's thick. It's the conference of quarterback. Like it really is the conference of quarterbacks. Yeah, I. It can't be when Sam Hartman is that high up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, that was that was uncalled for. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know the one guy we left off, but he's he's not even on this list because he he played at Pitt was uh, Marino. Yeah, so I, I said Marino earlier. Yeah, sorry I missed that. No, you're good. He, but no, he's he's another guy that like, yeah. When the what years did he play? Because uh, he was in that that he was on that that thirty for thirty documentary. I don't remember what. Yeah, ninety five, eighty eighty five, eighty five. I think. Yeah. Yeah, because he, uh, I know he be he was the one team the Bears lost to the the year they won their Super Bowl. He might have been like eighty four then, because I don't think he was a rookie. <clears throat> some uh, some very obscure names on here. Um, I mean, we all remember Taj Boyd, but uh, Thad Lewis. Oh my! <laughs> there's quite a name. There's quite a few Duke guys, like Sean Renfrey's on here too. Like, um, yeah, I don't know. We can do this for days. Yeah, quarterbacks. There's just a ton of names. Yeah. Drake May uh, only finished 38th all-time in ACC passing yards. Makes you think. 
How about uh, Brad Kaya? He was ninth in for passing yards in the ACC. What do you, what do you think about that? Yeah. Yeah. Miami just churning them out. Um, yep. I, I will say, Ru- Russell Wilson was really good before he transferred to Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah. The fact they, they pushed him out at NC State is crazy. I mean, NC State has had some crazy names. And Philip Rivers, Russell Wilson. Mike Glennon. Yeah, Mike Glennon. Just several different. Uh, and then there's one more I'm forgetting. Um, uh, you said Ryan Finley. Yeah. No. Um, plays for the Colts. Or did play for the Colts. What am I thinking of? Um, you talking about. You talk, what, so who'd you say before? Sorry, I missed it. I said Philip Rivers and Russell. Or we talked about Russell Wilson. He's the uh, the other NC State quarterback that's in the NFL. Longneck. Um, Glennon said. Jacoby oh, said. yeah. Well, and then Glennon was there and Finley were there too. Yeah, that's just crazy. Yeah, they've, they've had a rush of NFL being such a middling college football program for the most part, winning nine games every year. Well, I mean, and that's the thing, too, is that especially when you're talking about quarterbacks, like there's not a quarterback factory school. Like some of them may be a little bit more successful than others, but it's such a crapshoot. Like you're yeah. not going to have it. There's no school that's ever going to be QBU like there are <laughs> other positions. No, it's – um. Yeah, the the trivia fact has always been like, what school or what player, what starting quarterbacks in the NFL like have gone to the same school? Like, how many are there? And it was always like, it was like Cal Berkeley with Goff and uh, Rogers, and there was like a couple other. Like NC State was on there with um, Jacoby Brissett and uh, Rivers at one point, but like it's USC not had a, USC had a run. They had Matt Barkley, uh, Sanchez, Scott, like like. Actual starter, like the actual starters in the NFL right now, how many of them played at the same school? Oh, I mean, yeah, there's probably like four tops. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I'd, um, Jake Brown's yeah, coming for that starting spot any day. Clemson, uh, Trevor, and Deshaun. Yeah. Um, Pat, Pat, do you want to state your case while you're here? <laughs> Nothing to state. I was just giving you a shit. It, it was. <laughs> It was it was numbers, man. And no, I I respect that. I think we should be on there, but I also not ever look through, you know, ranking all the, the various teams and where they should be. So I will trust your judgment. I know you put it, it, it wasn't the uh, it wasn't it wasn't the teams. It was the uh, the best head coaching jobs. Yeah, no, I, I get where you're coming from. Well, we're in a secure like, conference. We make a lot of money. We have a great fan base. I know we kind of have tough sledding, but at least we're not in the East anymore, and it's a little bit more split up among teams. So I will say that it will it will be a little bit easier with the the twelve team playoff to to maybe make it that. And we uh, we're in recruiting uh, fertile recruiting grounds. I will say that as well. But um, I, I have not listened, so um, I will I will judge thoroughly once uh, <laughs> I listen to. What's their twenty twenty four draw looking like? Their schedule. It's looking like six ones. Think Beaver's on a hot seat this year? Yes, absolutely. If we don't make a ball, he'll be fine. That's uh, that was one of the big uh, big factors. We're just saying is the uh, average job life. Just saying. Yeah, I mean it's tough. Um, there's high expectations because of spring. Probably it's probably gone down in the past few years. I think people just want to, you know, a 
in the season. Yeah. Which is opposed to 10 wins after, after spring left. But yeah, it's, it's a tough job. And I think dealt um, the hell of time in Clemson, which I guess is not as bad as it used to be. I feel like we, we get some better recruiting classes than that. But yeah, it is, it is a tough job. Absolutely. Not, not an easy job to succeed at by any means. For sure. Well, would, would you say it's the uh, the fourth hardest job in the SEC? Fourth hardest? I'm trying to say what what would be. I I, I think Vandy. we have Vandy, Mississippi State, Kentucky. and I don't think see, Kentucky's that. We, we don't think Kentucky's that hard because you make ten million bucks and you don't have to do shit. That's true. I guess if you're managing expectations, that's that's a different thing because. Yeah, what would be what would be the toughest jobs? What what jobs did you say? Mississippi State and Bandy for sure. Yeah, I would say that. I think maybe Auburn. Auburn it's is tough. a tough job. Auburn's like in the they're it, they're yeah, obviously like, historically better than South Carolina, but it's a it's a hot seat job from the minute you step on campus. Oh, Arkansas have, maybe. Arkansas. Yeah, yeah, Arkansas. I think Florida's Florida's a sneaky tough job now. I think that's a that's a tough job to to be successful at. I think you have to be almost successful right off the bat, or you know, they're they're running with pitchforks at you. So. Yeah, I think I think the thing that gives Florida a bit of a a bit of a bump though is that it's in Florida. Like right. you, that's like true. probably the third or fourth most fertile recruiting ground in the country. Yeah, but you also have. Three or four yeah, schools you, to come. You have to compete with everybody. So, right. Yeah. Well, Every, everybody's coming down there for them. Yeah. No. Um, yeah. Sorry. I, I just have the, I don't have all the factors into it, but yeah, it was Arkansas, Mississippi State, and Vandy were below them. But like they really, they, they were like right there with Kentucky, basically. Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty fair spot for him, I think. And, and, and Mizzou. Like, I feel like Mizzou's kind of on the same yeah. playing field. Drake Woods has done a fantastic job. Yeah, he does. He they, should be better than, they should be better than Missouri. Mizzou's nice because, I mean, especially right now, until more states change the NI, their NIL laws, like, Mizzou can offer these kids NIL packages, like, coming out of high school. Yeah. Like not or not even coming out of high school while they're still in high school. Is it? Like they have an insane, insane, they have an insane advantage in the, especially in St. Louis, which is a pretty big. You get you get some pretty solid talent out of St. Louis. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but um, sorry, I, I know we're dragging on that. That East St. Louis program is like absolutely nuts right now. That's where uh, Luther Burden came from. But the whole mm-hmm. the whole program is stacked. Yeah, just turning talent out. It, it's 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 one of those public schools that is. You know, recruiting like crazy. Oh yeah, but um, yeah. So the uh, combine's going on this week. So any players you guys have got an eye out for uh, for your teams potentially? Yeah, are, you, are you are you a Panthers fan? I don't, I don't even know. Um, I grew up a Jets fan, but I don't really care. Oh, really? Yeah, but I just don't. I don't really pay attention to them. So I cheer for the Panthers, I guess. But uh, the Panthers still have a first round pick. Because they gave it to the Bears, so I guess I don't really have anything to look forward to with regards to that. Um, do they have the rest of their picks? Just, what's that? Do they have the rest of their picks? Yeah, they do. Okay. Yeah, so I think they have the first pick of the second round. 
Um, But, um, yeah, I mean, just in general, players I'm excited to see. I I don't know who's sitting out. I haven't been paying attention to who's sitting out. But, I mean, just the receivers class in in general, I'm excited to see. I mean, there's just so much talent there. So, is Roma Dunze... Adunze is competing, yeah. yeah. Neighbor, neighbors in uh, Harrison have opted out. Yeah, seeing Adunze and, and some of those guys, it's, it's going to be great. I imagine Bowers will be out there. I, I'm I'm just interested to see what, what happens with them. Um, yeah. And then some players farther down the line. Um, who's the wide receiver at Florida State? I just want to see him run his 40. I want to see what – yeah, Deion yeah. Coleman. I'm excited oh, to see him. Coleman, yeah. See uh, all the narratives that surround him. I feel like he's not going to have a fast forty, and he might move down some boards. But he's just a if he gets if he can get sub four or five, I think he's going to be in a good spot to get. Yeah, um, I don't think he's a shot pick. If that's the, the, the stat, the stat I saw on Coleman, whenever uh, the bullet the cop everything was going, he had eighty two balls thrown his way, and he had zero drops. That's so it's just, his hands are nuts. Yeah, I mean, I, I loved him when he was at Michigan State. It sucked to see him go. Um, yeah, I really thought he was moving somewhere where he could play basketball too. Because when he was in high school, he averaged um, I think forty-eight points a game. Wow! Is are Jordan was, Travis's NFL prospects just like non-existent? Because I know he's out of the injury hurt his chances as well. But. Yeah, because I know, I know he's out of eligibility, so like he, yeah. he's done in college. But like I haven't heard anything about him getting any kind of NFL interest. I know. But uh, um, speaking of Florida State, I love Jared Verse. That's my versus. Excited to, excited to see him in the combine. That's probably the most excited player, I would say. Uh, I'm curious to see how the defensive players go in the draft because there's honestly a decent chance that we don't get any in the top ten. Yeah, like, I don't think I'm it's looking I don't through th- Daniel Jeremiah's muck, and he doesn't have one in the first ten picks. He doesn't said, have one. You said defensive players? Yeah. I think Dallas Turner probably goes to the top ten. I think that's it. I, I think he. I think he could. I think if there is going to be one, but like half of the mocks that I've been reading, like they just put him there just because. Like, and their logic is, well, I feel like I have to put a defensive player in here somewhere. Like, yeah, you've got three quarterbacks, three receivers, two tackles that take up eight spots already, and then if someone really likes Bowers or if someone really likes one of the other quarterbacks or receivers, like, or even one of the other offense offensive tackles, like. Um, I, I think if, I think that if there is anybody that's gonna get up there, it's gonna be Dallas Turner. Yeah, I do agree with that. I think I think he's the best pass rusher in this class by far. Um, they've got some really good. There's gonna be some really good players going like 11 through 20. Like you got some yeah, really good yeah. DBs. This is this really is a good really good, this is a really good class. If you're not in the top 10, even like it's it's stacked across the board. Very um, top I, heavy class on defense, though. I really like. Um, was defensive tackles and DBs for today, right? Uh, let me pull up the schedule. I don't know. John, Johnny Newton from Illinois. He's a fucking stud. It's just a name to know. You're not going to know him because you didn't you didn't watch Illinois football, which you shouldn't. But um, as as far as like interior defensive lineman, he is he 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 could probably be you know first team All Pro in like a year or yeah. two. Nobody. There have been no. There have been no workouts yet, and there won't be through tomorrow even. Yeah, I, I thought today and yesterday were just um, measuring it in interviews, but uh, uh, yeah, general medical exams for D line and linebackers, team interviews, studies, pre ordered studies. I don't know what that is, but um, yeah. As far as the Steelers go, it's cornerbacks: uh, 
Kool-Aid McKinstry, Cooper DeGene, yeah. uh, any of the offensive tackles, Marius Mims, uh, any of those guys that are going to be there. Mid. Tier two of the offensive tackles is a pretty big group, I feel like. Like, I think uh, I think Alton Fashunu are, like, for sure the two, like, tier one guys. But then that tier two, you have, like, it feels like four or five guys that could all go in go in that grouping there. I think I've seen – I think Dane Brugler has, like, nine offensive tackles going in the first round. Um, or offensive linemen in general. That, that, a, sounds, that sounds about right. I mean, you got the Washington guy. You got um, – you got Fuaga from Oregon State. Yep. Uh, Latham, Mims. Like, there's a lot. If you, if yeah, Grant, the, who's the guy from Duke? Barton. Mm-hmm. Uh, Guyton. Yeah, there's there's a ton of. If you need an offensive lineman, this is a your this is your year. Uh, offensive yeah. lineman or wide receiver, and I I think I'm really I really want to see what happens with JJ McCarthy. I'm uh, I'm slowly starting to turn into he's he's going to be a very good NFL quarterback. Not doing this. Um, <laughs> Uh, I honestly, depending on how the top 10 shakes out, I wouldn't be mad if the Bears, if like Adunze or Neighbors aren't available at nine, I wouldn't be mad if the Bears traded back a little bit just to um, grab Jackson Powers Johnson. Like that dude is going to be the real deal at center. He's, he made himself a ton of money this year and and the the senior bowl and everything like that. He's going to be very, very good. They yeah, need to, they need to center bad. So um, I, I finally watched the Senior Bowl. Um, yeah, I, the, the the couple of just quick points I can take away from the quarterback spot is um, Bo Nix actually looked really good and showed some arm strength, and uh, Joe Milton is uh, he's he's just not it. Yeah, no, he's not. Yeah, I hope he is not. Yeah, Nix Nix is going to be really interesting to see where he goes. Honestly. Because that that second or that second tier of quarterbacks, I feel like there's such a high variance. Like you could get one or two of the two of those guys going in the top ten, top twelve, but then like all three of those dudes have enough concerns that could drop them down into like the bottom third of the first round or even out of the first round entirely. Yeah. Like it's, it's just going to depend on what teams are valuing. It's it's turning into a lot different than last year with um, who did we hate? Um, Will Levis. It, it's. Nobody's really creeping out right now. As of right now, we're still a long way away, but it seems like J.J. McCarthy's creeping up. Yeah. And from, then, what I, from, from the stuff that I've been hearing, like the interview portion of things, which is obviously like the most important part of the combine for the, you know, for the vast majority of players, like he's probably going to wow a lot of coaches, which is going to help his stock a lot. Dude, go, just go back and look a little bit. He's yeah. – uh, he, he's – He's got a cannon, and we just didn't see it because they just ran a boring ass offense. Yeah, uh, well, and and he might be a guy that it's just going to depend on the situation with with those three guys, like with Penix, with McCarthy, and with um, Knicks. Like I think situation and landing spot is going to have a huge impact on how their NFL careers end up. Like if McCarthy can go somewhere that's like relatively stable, that potentially he's not starting right away, then he could end up having could end up having a really good NFL career. That's just yeah. the cons- I think the concern is if you're if you're thrust into the NFL, expecting him to start right away and put up NFL numbers, like I think that that's just going to be a recipe for disaster. Yeah, completely agree. I think I may have Bo Nix, although I'm still not sold on Bo Nix. Um, I think he yeah. was a, a great offense with a great offensive coordinator in Oregon, but yeah, maybe maybe he can be Doug Peterson. 
you uh the the stat they always show is the the him versus um Daniels and like Daniels had more twenty yard plus completions than he had attempts with uh yeah who, who's who's the little kid at Oregon uh, Stein yeah well Stein yeah it's it's just a dink and dunk offense yeah does, yeah, does Carolina have anybody coming out like it is that it um yeah I'd say that's the only big name. Rattler, yeah, Rattler's gonna be shit. But I, mean, I, mean, I wouldn't be shocked to see Rattler go the first. Recently, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know if he's. I don't even know. I was looking at Dane Brewers at Oregon soon. He doesn't. Really, he has Rattler. Does he? So, yeah. Right. Yeah. I wouldn't even. I don't even know if I'd get him that high. Like I, I mean, get at eighty. I think like it's gonna be a great pro. I think he's the most impressive wide receiver play in South Carolina in the last ten years. More impressive yeah. than Debo. Wide receiver awesome. class is stacked. Like it was our our one safety valve, and he he's on point. Well, he's the most athletic receiver I've, I've seen in South Carolina. So yeah, I think yeah. he's gonna be a great pro. I don't know how it'll test out. I think his forty might be a little slow, um, and that might drop him down the board a little bit. Yeah, I think the Irish have like eight combine invites this year. Joe Alt, obviously, like bias from my part, but he's OT one. Um, and then you've got some some guys on the defensive side of the ball. You got Cam Hart that might end up being a day three pick. You got Javante Jean Baptiste who might end up being a day three pick. Like it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of like fourth round or later for the for the Irish um, outside of Alt, but like Alt's gonna be man. I think it's hard to overstate how good Joe Alt is. No, I, I'd say he's one. I, I think he's far and above um, Fashanu. Just, I, and I'm curious where he falls. Like Fashanu and Alt. Well, all, yeah, either one of them in general. Just because, like, I feel like you could see a lot of trade action going on. Like uh, once you get past, once you get past um, Caleb, like because someone some. Shit, the Washington might have Jane Daniels above Drake May. Like, you could see some stuff could just be crazy after you get I the just, first pick. Like, I, I think the first pick is pretty much locked in at this point. Like, there's there was a lot of smoke about they've started doing the interviews and everything like that. Like, the Bears are trading Justin Fields. Like, they're they're drafting the quarterback, and all signs are pointing to it being Caleb. But after that, I think you you're gonna see. You might there might be end up being some surprises. I think May is the second best quarterback in the class, but like you, you could see some team just love Daniels upside. Um, just just real quick while we're talking about Drake May to the uh, what are they? They're, they're Commanders, um, former Washington Commanders offensive coordinator. The enemy has accepted the job to be the UCLA offensive coordinator. And I was told we had a problem with uh, with uh, college coaches fleeing to the NFL. Listen, man. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the joke. I think we ca- I think we kind of do, but uh, he is a guy that obviously something is not right because whenever the Chiefs first won their Super Bowl, it was like, where, where's he going to go? Where's he going to be the head coach? And that is yep. just not the case. Yeah, I think it's criminal history. It's hurt him a lot, just a lot. This isn't the brightest. I didn't coach at college, so I think that's a a harder uh, than being an NFL head coach. So I think it's just tough to shake Andy Reid off. Like 
you saw it with Nagy, obviously going to the Bears and failing miserably. Like the offense, just you can blame that on personnel if you want, but like the offense didn't look anything close to what you would expect an NFL offense to look like when he, once he came out. Like it might just be that Reed is the one pulling the strings on this offense, and like yep. these other guys just aren't really up to snuff. Which I mean, yeah. that's fine. Like. Andy Reid's a really good offensive coach. Like any any one of us would kill to have him on our teams. Yeah, but I um, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's also a lot different going from uh, coaching Patrick Mahomes to coaching Sam Howell. Just being honest, yep. yeah, it is. But uh, the 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 smoke, and I, I don't know if you heard this anywhere else, is that uh, this is setting him up getting back in college to uh, kind of be prepared to take the Colorado job when it's time because he was a he was an All American there on the national champion team. Yep. Yeah. And Dion's going to flame out, dude. We all know it. Yeah. Yeah. I, man, he had a, his recruiter, his high school recruiting class, he had, he got quality players, but he only got like five of them. Like, it's just too small. You can't build care, a team. I don't care if you way. got 36, 36 uh, guys in the transfer portal, it's, it's not going to work. No. Like, and the, the my, my big issue with them, is it's it's going to be the same thing like what happened with USC like the the trenches are just not going to have time to gel like we saw it happen last year with Colorado like the offensive line just did not have time to gel they didn't have any chemistry and they struggled after those first like couple games yeah like yeah, yeah they they ended up beating TCU who ended up being like the biggest paper tiger on the planet in week one and then Nebraska yeah. like Nebraska probably like the one convincing win they had like good win. Yep. And even then, it's like Nebraska, it's Nebraska in the first year of a rebuild. They kicked the shit out of them, which was good. But, like, you know. I'll, um, yeah, I mean, I'll, we should wrap it up. But I, I remember, uh, towards the end of the year, and it was Pac 12 after dark, and there was no reason to be watching this game. But Washington State, I think they hung 60 on them. Like, it yeah. was just, it was like, it was like 1 a.m. in the morning. I was just watching Washington State and Jake Dicker and everybody just run it up on them. And Dion just looked lost. Yeah. I think I'm going to go to the game next year. My buddy just moved out to uh, northwest of Denver, so he's not far from Boulder. Oh, I'm, just nice. to figure, I'm just trying to figure out when. Uh, tickets are expensive, man, so people are buying in. Yeah. Cheapest ticket, I think I think I looked at Oklahoma State. I think the cheapest ticket was uh, 124 bucks. Uh, wow. Which, dude, I, I don't know. That's this insane. Is, I was looking at October. I don't want to go when it's cold. Yeah. <laughs> I, know, I know EOS mentioned maybe – Having me come down for the for the season opener down there in uh, College Station, I don't, I don't know if that's going to end up working out. But um, Notre Dame schedule is so weak this year; like, it is, it is a very weak schedule compared to what they've had. They got A and M with Florida State, and that is about it. Um, and I know we, I, I know the three of us were talking about going to Notre Dame. That's not going to work. But Pat, do you want to go to a game in Columbia this year? Yeah. I definitely will. I haven't looked at the schedule to see which ones I'm going to go to. I actually have a pretty free fall. So. Yeah. Oh, nice. Well, I, I I know it's close. It's close enough for you. You can uh, drive, and I can make it a, a work night for me, and then figure it out. So it's a one hour drive for me. So yeah, nice. I think from from around here to uh, from Aiken to Columbia is only like yeah, like 45 minutes. Yep. Yeah, not far at all. So. Hell yeah. Sounds good. All right, guys. We'll let uh, we'll get off here. We'll let everybody else get on with the rest of their evening. Pat, thanks for hopping on, man. Hopefully, uh, hopefully, once we get closer to the season, we'll be able to have you on more. 
talking yep. ball. Sounds good. Amen. Hopefully Cox are ha- give you something good to talk about. Yeah. We can hope it can be exciting uh, preseason and uh, season. Exactly. But thank you all for listening. Uh, be sure to like, share, rate, review, subscribe to the pod on any of your podcasting apps. Follow us on Twitter at TNT CFB pod. Uh, make sure you join our discord, which our link is in our Twitter bio there. And be sure to catch some of our written pieces that will be coming out here. I know Pat's going to probably talk some college basketball as we get closer to the, to the tournament. A little primer for everybody's uh, betting. That is yep. definitely going to be happening. Um, and then we'll uh, we'll have some stuff coming out to get ready for the season. So uh, in the meantime, please don't tweet at recruits. February is still a dead period. Don't reach out. Don't communicate with them. No. Um, yeah, definitely not. Sorry, Coach, I, uh, I was thinking about something else. <laughs> Coaches are taking time off, and you should too. So have a good night, everybody. Thank you.